Okay, with Emma Cook uh, from Vancouver, My Roommate Death is the short film. It is really about a roommate, person who has a roommate, and it's death. <laughs> and this film is uh, played at the, you're the producer, and this film was done at the, the Vancouver Film School, correct? Yes, it was. And it's uh, kind of like a fantasy, comedy, kind of mockumentary, office-style kind of film? Yeah, absolutely. All right, so tell me about so the, the process. So you, you're the producer, and then there's Becca was the director, and then Larissa was the writer, and yes. then and then you had two female uh, leads. So it was like a, it was it all kind of it's a film about friendship. It seems like it was a big it was a friendship. People, the people were who made the films were all friends too as well. Is that is that correct mm -hmm. assessment? Yes. Uh, when when you're in a film school uh, that's as intense as BFS, you don't really have the chance to have much of a social life because <laughs> you're so busy. Uh, so we were definitely very close, all of us working together, and it was a really exciting opportunity. Uh, we all pitched for our roles on these projects. Um, so we were kind of in competition with other people in our class, but um, this particular group, we really lucked out um, that uh, a bunch of our friends, we all, we all got our pitches. So we were all able to work on the project that we wanted in the positions that we wanted to work on. Um, and I think that made the, the finished project that much better because we all wanted to be there right from the very beginning. And where are you from originally? Originally, I'm from Edmonton, Alberta, um, and I moved for school. Okay, so you're from Edmonton. I heard they have, mm -hmm. they have a big mall there. Uh, is that true? <laughs> yes, that's very <laughs> true. Yeah. I don't think it's a, the biggest in the world anymore, but it was at one point. I think the one in Minnesota is top is top the Edmonton Mall, but uh, mm -hmm. which I've been there. It's pretty crazy, the one in Minnesota. But so obviously there's more to it than, than that in Edmonton. You got a famous, famous hockey team as well. But <laughs> so so Emma, you're from Edmonton. Uh, um, uh, Becca is from uh, Toronto area. I guess she's from Oakville, correct? Yeah, that's correct. And where's Larissa from? She is from Brazil. Um, so she was a part of the writing program at Vancouver Film School. Um, so she moved to uh, to be a student there and to learn how to write. And it was super cool to work um, with a really kind of international team of people because yeah. that brought that many more perspectives and ideas to the projects that maybe we wouldn't have even thought of. And you guys all met in like fresh first year at Vancouver Film School? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, they, they put the film students with the writing students to work on these uh, five page scripts. Cool. And so, okay, so tell me how it works. So, so you said that you all kind of had to fight, fought, fight for this, this, this script. So Larissa writes a script. Does she have to pitch it to get to go to the next round? What's the process at, at school? Uh, so we start um, working on them all together as a class. We, we kind of generate ideas. We do a lot of brainstorming and that's where we start working with the writers. Um, my class, we made about four projects that came out of this process. So out of all the brainstorming, the world building, these four projects came to light and then um, the first drafts were written and then we pitched for the roles, um, which was director, producer, director of photography, production designer and assistant director. Um, and then uh, the instructors choose who gets what role and then you kind of move through and it's a very rapid pre-production period. I think we had um, a little under a month to get everything together to do this um, but we're really supported by the instructors in the school and you know work through different drafts and figure things out but it is it is nice because they try to leave as much of it in the students hands as they possibly can um, and only kind of step in if needed uh, but 
it was, yeah, it was really cool because, you know, you develop the ideas before there's any competition involved and you can figure out what stories you want to work on and what ones you gravitate towards. Um, and then when you go into the pitches, you have a better idea of what the story is. So you you know how to connect yourself to it. So have you, have you graduated? Yes, I have. It's it's a one-year intensive program at VFS. Um, okay. So we've I've been out for almost two years now. I've been graduating. We made this film quite a while ago but it just took took a little while to get through post-production um but yeah we've all we've all graduated now and kind of moved on to different projects and other stuff and what do you what do you aspire to do in the industry uh producing i i'm very lucky that i kind of knew right when i started school that i wanted to do producing um i currently work at vancouver film school as a producing teaching assistant and i work on smaller gigs and stuff on the side um I also do work in the art department, but ultimately producing is where, where I want to focus. How did you get that job um, at the school that, so you basically, it's funny, you pay them, right? And then now they pay you. Yeah. So it's kind of even. <laughs> exactly. Down, <right? laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I really like, um, it's kind of the part of producing that I enjoy is supporting other people and fostering their ideas and their inspiration and helping kind of get them to where they need to be. And it's that's what I enjoy about being a teaching assistant as well as being able to support the students and kind of follow them through their projects now. And even the tiniest little bit that I can help, um, that's what I enjoy. So it's, it's it's a cool job to have. So then, so this particular film, uh, like you said, it was like you said, it was a five minute script that turned into seven minutes. So the two lead leads are obviously important for this film. So you got Samantha Clark, who plays Margaret, and then you got Chantel uh, Marie, who plays Death. Where did you find those two uh, performers for this film? Um, yeah, we we uh, posted on um, just kind of local uh, casting uh, guides and stuff in Vancouver. And when we originally went into the casting process, we weren't entirely sure, um, you know, gender, or we didn't we didn't have super specific visions. We were very much leaning into what the different performers were going to bring to their auditions and kind of figuring out and building the character off of those people. Um, originally, our idea for death was very different and a lot, even though we we intended for it to be a comedy from the start, uh, death was still a bit of a darker character. And then when we saw Chantel's audition, we were she was just incredible. And the way that she played it was so snarky and passive aggressive, salty, and it just added to this element um, for the comedy that we hadn't even really thought about. And so we kind of knew right away that we wanted Chantel for death. And then Samantha was perfectly, you know, foiled that. She just how sweet and chipper and, you know, she didn't, the way that she played Margaret was so opposing to how um, Chantel had played death. And that was what made the most sense for us. To then cast it and i think it, it came in it all settled in very nicely um in the end which was nice and then so you said you did this two years ago some would you have like covid restrictions in terms of like casting did they give you like zoom kind of uh additions yes uh we did not meet uh chantelle and samantha in person until our first day on set um so that that is a little stressful going in you know having only seen kind of this tiny frame of a person for so long and then um hoping that everything kind of works out on the day um but yeah lots of you know hand sanitizer masks face shields um but yeah everything was done on zoom 
through through everything and um it's it's challenging to shoot a film during covid but i think it, it's also um at the end of the day it's not really any different um when when you really get down to it and um we were very lucky that everything worked out and that we we were we were still very happy with all the decisions we'd made even though it maybe wasn't the most ideal uh circumstances and you got it was like one location I guess it's a it's like a kind of like a roommate's house, which I'm assuming one of you had. It's a similar yeah, it's one kind of my... location like that going to school there. Yeah, yeah, it was um, one of my best friend's houses that uh, they very kindly let us shoot in for free because um, our budgets are very very limited for these um, shows. So that was very kind of my friend to to lend lend her space for us and. It, it worked out nicely, kind of. They had a basement that was very different from their upstairs, and we were like, okay, great. So upstairs will be Margaret's space. The basement will be Death's space. It all kind of works out. Um, and, yeah, it was kind of right in the middle of Vancouver, which is a really convenient location to shoot in for everyone. So how does it work uh, crewing up the film, like in terms of your deep, finding your DP, his crew, your, like I said, art direction, production designer, your hair, makeup, where did they all go to the school? Like what's, how do you guys crew up the film? Mm -hmm. So for the production designer and the DOP, they both also pitched um, for their positions. And again, we were very lucky that it was all um, really good friends of ours that we all, we all got our pitches. So we all had very similar visions going into the pitches so that it was it made the process smoother because there wasn't a lot of kind of creative differences between us um but yeah both of they were both in our class as well and the makeup um they are also makeup students uh from the makeup design program at Vancouver Film School uh so that's something that we basically just sent our scripts off to the makeup campus and they assign us people that would work best with our film and we I've met and I worked with those makeup artists multiple times since working on this show so it was an incredible networking opportunity for all of us as well and they're super awesome and talented and we, we were really lucky with who we got to work so they, with. they almost create a machine in a sense like a hub like they have like the different categories everybody has to go to the certain school I guess right yeah, for these projects, yes. When you move later on into the year at VFS, you get a little bit more freedom to hire um, from people outside. Yeah. Um, but for these ones, they say, you know, focus on the creative stuff, worry about that as much as possible and just making the best film you can. And then they they support us in those other areas. Yeah. And this school has come a long way in the last like 20, 20 30 years. It seems like it's really hitting its stride. You, you, you're you you're a faculty member there, so you must have some perspectives as a student now, faculty, uh, faculty member. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very impressive. I mean, when I went during COVID, class sizes were very small because um, VFS is a super international school, which I think is incredible because mm-hmm. uh, we have people coming from all over, you know, all these different languages and cultures coming together. Um, and so that's what's been the most impressive for me is just to see it kind of flourish back to what it was like pre-COVID. Um, before I went just to see that many people and being able to bring all their projects to life it's it's a really incredible thing to see and I really like that you know we're all creating this lovely little community of people that are working in Vancouver and we all know each other we we all are like oh yeah I worked on this person on this show and oh how do you know this person um so it's it's really fun and I think it's a really cool community to be a part of gotcha how did, how did you get the job? The 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 they just did you just apply it or 
Yeah, I, I told my senior instructor, who's now my boss, I told him that I, I was interested in the position before I'd even graduated. Um, you know, sometimes it's hard to kind of get your start in the industry. And I thought that, you know, I can, I can bathe my time working as a TA until I fully commit to what I wanted to do. Um, and I, I just worked on other gigs until the job came up and someone let me know and they were like, Hey, heard you were interested. Um, and luckily it was pretty smooth sailing from there. I, I like, I feel like I'm the only person in the world who enjoys emailing, um, which is a very large component of my job. So enjoys emailing. Yes. Yeah. All day, every day. It's like 80% <laughs> of my job. So I get it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Important skill. <laughs> 20% is be. talking to people like you, which is, which is good. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's always communicating, I guess. Right. That's the key. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So then in terms of post-production, um, you guys have, they have like, they have a, a sound department as well. People go to sound school there. Yes. Um, so yeah, that's another thing that they do. They pair you up with um, some sound design students as part of their project. Um, and so you work with them over the course of a couple of months to kind of go through the editing process. The editors are from my class. So they were in film production with me. Um, we had a few different editors on ours. Uh, which is unusual. Usually you don't have, you know, multiple primary editors on a film, but, um, you know, it didn't cause any problems for us, which was nice. And then, yeah, we worked with the sound campus and all the fancy equipment and everything that I don't understand. <laughs> um, yeah. But they were super collaborative and it was super fun to be able to kind of learn more about that side of things. And I think there were lots of aspects to the music and to sound for my roommate death that were really important. So I'm glad we were able to to really hone in on that and make it as good as we could. So in terms of like, then then you said it took a while to kind of get the film completely done. And what motivated you to send it out to festivals like ours, just to get, just to see what the real, like it was, were you the, like, you seem like to be the linchpin to get it out there. Mm -hmm. I actually, I have to thank my father for that. Um, he watched it and he really enjoyed it when he first saw it and then as we moved further on in the year and we got busier and you know things might have taken gone on the back burner a bit my dad just kept bothering me about it and just kept saying I really like my roommate death like you should do something with it um and and so I finally decided to do something with it uh so <laughs> once you know once we graduated and life slowed down a little bit I was like this sounds like a perfect opportunity for me to, to really try to put myself in the project out there. And I'm glad that, you know, people are enjoying it and that it's being accepted. Well, it sounds like you have a great dad. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, my family are very supportive of, of my career and everything that I do. And I appreciate the fact that they take the time to sit down and watch things, even though they might not understand everything that's going on. They're all very awesome. <laughs> that's good. And so in terms of the audience, uh, we said the audience to you, what did you think about what the audience had to say in the feedback video? I really enjoyed it. And I really appreciate hearing from, from the audience members, especially I feel with comedy, I'm way more nervous sharing comedies with, with um, audiences rather than maybe like thrillers or dramas, other stuff that I've done because comedy is so subjective and you never know if people are gonna resonate with the jokes or they're gonna understand the tone of the film and so that was what I was most apprehensive about going into this and I was very excited that people understood not only just the comedy but also you know the more light-hearted heartwarming bits that we had included in the film and I really liked that people kind of resonated with it and also just found it was an entertaining quirky little little short 
Gotcha. Yeah, hundred hundred percent. And then do you send it? I'm assuming you send it to your team, the rest of the team, to watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it screened at our graduation actually, in in our school. So some of the students we vote on the projects that we want to show at grad. Okay. Um, and so we had all of our instructors, the whole class, a bunch of family and friends that had come to our grad. They saw it first, um, which was also nerve wracking, but very fun. Um, and yeah, it it was it it's always nice to share projects with people and and to to bring it back to when you made it I find whenever I watch a film that I made it I just am immediately taken back to what it was like on set and you know imagining and remembering everything that happened and all the stress and the excitement so it's always fun to share that with other people and so you're gonna you're gonna stay in Vancouver with and to say the film industry there Mm -hmm. yeah we it's it's awesome we have a super big bustling industry here especially hopefully when you know the strikes end and everyone gets paid what they deserve um you know it's just everything's gonna boom um here again and it's it's gonna be really fun but I think Vancouver is a wonderful city I love living here and working here um and so yeah that's my plan right now is just to stay here we're we're close enough to LA too that I'm I'm you know, I, I don't feel too detached from everything else happening down south. Have you ever taken that drive from Vancouver to, I've always wanted to take that drive from Vancouver to LA. I've never driven, unfortunately. I've only flown and it's a very picturesque uh, flight if there's no clouds in the sky, but I do love a road trip. So that is definitely enticing. Because you got Seattle, right? You got Seattle, you got Portland, you got mm-hmm. obviously the Bay Area you can go to, right? So it's like it's pretty. Yeah. And I think it's like a twenty-four hour drive if you go straight. It's like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, three-hour flight. Yeah, one day I'm sure. Yeah, no, it's like, but there's a lot of stops. All I'm trying to say is there's a lot of nice stops along the way to, to absolutely go there. So yeah. Uh, well, I wish you the the best of luck uh, with your career and everything like that. Thank you for submitting, and uh, yeah, I'm glad your dad kind of kind of convinced you not to keep <laughs> it on the shelf and and to get it out there a little bit more. So I hope you're a little bit happy about that uh, that kind of like that like that kind of motivation that you got something out of it so far, and yeah. the rest of your film crew they must they they should be happy themselves and to be thanking you for for getting more exposure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, this was awesome. Thank you so much for having me. All right, well, let's talk again when you make your next film. Yeah, for sure. All right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, Schlemiel, Schlemizel, Hassenbemp Incorporated.